Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. Today's episode is entitled for nutrition habits to embrace after weight loss surgery. I also could name it four key habits to practice from week three after your weight loss surgery. I start coaching, educating my clients on these habits from week three after their surgery. Even when they're not eating very much, we can still start practicing these habits. And my goal today is by the end of this episode, I have sold you on these habits. I have convinced you they are worth working on if they aren't currently habits uh, that you're practicing on a regular basis. Okay, so that is my goal for today's episode. So as we move through this episode together, I encourage you to do a little bit of a self audit in a in a very compassionate way but really asking yourself as i go through these four habits how you feel you're doing with those habits some of the habits you may feel really comfortable with you're doing really on a regular basis and you're really clear about the benefits they give you after your weight loss surgery others you may really identify as areas that you could definitely work on. You may have forgotten about these habits. You may have never really understood the benefits that you will get out of practicing these habits. So let's launch into the four habits to practice or to embrace after weight loss surgery. And this is for you if you are anywhere from three weeks after your weight loss surgery onwards, okay? So habit number one is having a regular eating schedule. If you have followed me on Instagram, you're in my free community group on Facebook, or have consumed any of my um, social media, you know I'm really passionate about having a regular eating schedule. So I start this very deliberately from week three, approximately after people have had their weight loss surgery, when they're starting the pureed or smooth phase. We start a very structured eating schedule, and this is for several reasons. One, when we get into a regular eating schedule, it helps you reach your protein goals by the end of the day because you're kind of chipping away at them across your small meals or snacks. It also allows time in between those meals and snacks to drink fluid, and that helps you get to the end of the day to be able to meet your fluid goals. But also it creates a structure, and this will lead into the habit too, it creates a structure in your day that can really be very helpful for placing your multivitamins. 
And for many people, that is something that they struggle with and is a new part of their lifestyle after weight loss surgery, much more than before surgery, taking multivitamins on a regular basis. Another reason I work with my clients from around week three after their weight loss surgery to build in a regular eating schedule into their day is because after having bariatric surgery, you cannot eat enough at a meal or a snack to sustain you for hours. Before surgery, you could, but if you don't eat regularly after having your weight loss surgery, you can feel really crummy and also it is not going to support you eating enough protein by the end of the day. So that is habit number one, is to have a regular eating schedule. And it can vary slightly from maybe the days that you work to the days that you don't work. But I really encourage you, even when you're not working and say it's the weekend or if you're on holiday, we still want to get a regular eating schedule in and keep that as a habit. It may look slightly different. There may be a little bit more flexibility with the times when you're maybe not at work or in a structured environment, but it's still really important to continue that habit. If you are in the weight loss phase after your bariatric surgery, well, listen up as I have a wonderful resource you are going to love. And yes, it's free. It's called Supercharge Your Weight Loss Success Starter Kit. It's a three-day mini course where I take you through the steps to supercharge your weight loss. You will become clear on what habits are taking you out of your weight loss zone and which are the key habits you personally need to foster to move back into where you want to be. Yes, to losing weight. Sound good? If yes, grab this free resource. The link is in the show notes. Habit number two is take your multivitamins regularly. For many people, this can be a real struggle after having weight loss surgery. They may have never taken vitamins or any medications on a regular basis. And to go from only taking, say, maybe some medications sometime or some vitamins sometime to being asked to take multivitamins every day, regularly for the rest of their life can be a real challenge. And I really like to ensure my clients have a good understanding of why they are being asked to take multivitamins on a daily basis. When we understand why we're being asked to do something, it can be a lot easier to put focus and effort into ensuring that you're doing that habit. So when you have weight loss surgery, your anatomy changes and how you absorb and utilize certain nutrients changes. And if you have looked online, you will notice that different people that have different bariatric procedures are actually asked to take or recommended to take different multivitamin regimes. Because some people are having, say, a lap band, other people may be having a sleeve, other people are having certain bypasses, and their requirements and the multivitamins they need are different. I also want you to know that it can take several years of not taking multivitamins 
for deficiencies to show up in your pathology tests, but also in signs and symptoms. Okay, and just because you may have ceased taking multivitamins for a period, then you go and have a pathology or a blood test and things are still looking good, they're in their normal range, does not mean that you, your body, does not need the multivitamins in the long term. My goal when I'm working with clients is to find the simplest, least amount of tablets capsules that people need to take to keep their levels at a healthy range for the rest of their life so you don't feel tired fatigued and have other signs and symptoms and have to get things explored and find out that you're actually got a deficiency so if you struggle with this habit of taking your multivitamins on a regular basis I encourage you also to look at habit number one. Do you have a regular eating schedule? Because guess what? They often go together. So when you eat regularly through your day and you have a nice eating schedule, it can really help you, support you to remember to take your multivitamins on a regular basis. So that's habit number two is taking your multivitamins on a regular basis. Habit number three consists of a few different actions, but I put it together as one habit, and it is small bites, chew well, eat slowly, and stop eating when you're satisfied. And I want to break these all down for you and why they're all so important. And this comes into what I discuss a lot with my clients, and it's not only about what you eat, it's how you eat. So let me break down each part of this habit. And as I do this, I invite you to ask yourself how you feel you do with this habit. Is it something that you do very uh, comfortably? It comes very naturally and you do it all the time or only sometimes? Or is it something that you really struggle to do? Eating slowly is such a big challenge for many, many people after their weight loss surgery. So many clients have told me over the years, Jane, I feel like I'm eating so slow, but their tummy is saying, please go even slower. Okay, so let's break this down. First thing is small bites. And we want small bites because we don't want so much food going down at once into your tummy. And there are lots of different strategies to help ensure your bites of food are smaller. And one of the really simple ones is getting a small spoon or a small fork. And often people will get children's knife and fork set. And that can be really helpful. We then want to eat slowly and chew really well. And this also can be really challenging because you may find that you have uh, limited time to eat when you have a break at work. That's your job, you know, that it's not setting you up or doesn't have the structure for um, a relaxing meal or snack break. You may have three children at home, all under 10, and it literally is you know, get some food in when you can because you are flat out just trying to care for them. So often our environment can drive you to eat faster than your tummy would like. 
And that's something I definitely work with my clients on because it is a habit that can lead you to overeat in the long run. And that's something we really want to avoid. And the other part of this habit is to stop eating when you're satisfied. And this is a really big topic to look at and a big topic and a challenging topic because often after weight loss surgery, your sensations have changed, your hunger and fullness cues aren't the same. And I say to my clients, your body may not be yelling at you anymore that I'm hungry or I'm full, it may be whispering. And the signs that you're full or the sensations that you've had enough are going to be different. So it's really about learning what satisfied means to you and where do you feel that in your body. So that is habit number three, small bites, chew well, eat slowly and stop eating when you're satisfied. Habit number four and this is the last habit we're going to chat about, but really it is one of my key habits that I work with my clients on. And I call it my protein bite ratio. And let me explain what that is. And I'll explain why I teach this to every client I work with. Most bariatric centers give guidelines to their clients, their patients, when they've had their surgery on how much to eat. And I actually don't do that. I don't educate and coach my clients on that approach. I have a different approach and it's called the protein bite ratio. And I'll explain what it is and then I'll go into it in a bit more detail. So I give the guidance to my clients. If you're under one year after your surgery, you have three bites of protein for every one bite of other. So three bites of lean protein. So that's chicken, fish, tofu, prawns, beef, all of those high protein foods, three bites of those for every one bite of other. And other is whole grains, vegetables, and fruit. And when we plate up in this three to one ratio, and then we eat in this three to one ratio, we prioritize protein. And when we couple this habit with habit three of small bites, chew well, eat slowly, and stop eating when you're satisfied, everything falls into place. We are retraining ourselves to not overeat, to listen to our body, to prioritize protein, so we're getting in the best amount of protein we can at that meal, but we're also retraining ourselves to listen to our body and stop eating when we're satisfied. The reason why I don't teach my clients to have a certain amount of food at a certain meal is that everyone is different. And also it is so common to be able to eat more on some days than others. And I want you to learn to listen to your body and eat what you need at that point in that meal, because that is your internal feedback system to stop you from overeating. And when we tell clients, or if I was to tell a client, I need you to eat this amount of this meal to make sure you get adequate protein, it may not be comfortable for you at that meal to eat that amount. So three to one ratio, three bites of protein to one of other ratio. If you're under one year, 
is a guide I have and two bites of protein to one of other after one year. And the reason why it changes is it's very normal as you move further from your surgery to be able to eat more. And then we can eat enough to reach our protein goals and we can start getting more of the other foods in the whole grains, the vegetables, the fruits. And that's wonderful because we get more vitamins and minerals, more fiber, and fiber is wonderful for keeping you fuller for longer. So let's reflect on the three bites of protein to one bite of other, or the two bites of protein to one bite of other, and ask yourself, where do you fit? So are you under one year after your surgery? So you'd be roughly the three bites of protein to one bite of other, or after one year, that's the two bites of protein, one bite of other. Do you plate your food up in roughly those proportions? And do you eat in roughly those proportions? So I invite you to reflect, are you eating in roughly those proportions? Because when we practice this habit for the protein bites ratio, and we couple it with those other habits, we are prioritizing protein, we're feeding ourselves regularly through the day, we're giving ourselves multivitamins, but also habit three, we are eating at a slow pace and stopping when we're satisfied so we're not overeating. These four habits will not only help you keep in the zone for maximum weight loss after your weight loss surgery, they will also help you keep your weight off in the long term. That's why I focus so much on building these habits with my clients because they are the foundations of a healthy life after weight loss surgery to maximize your outcomes, your results from your weight loss surgery, but also to keep those results in the long term. So let's recap the four habits to practice or to embrace after weight loss surgery. And they are habit one, having a regular eating schedule. Habit two is to take your multivitamins on a regular basis. Habit three is to practice small bites, eat slowly, chew well, and stop when you're satisfied. And habit four is to follow the protein bite ratio. So I really hope that you have found value in this episode. I have a hope that some of you have joined my invitation to do a little bit of an audit on your own habits. And what you can do is identify one habit that you feel could do with some improvement, could be even better, and just focus on that, just work on that. I am all about small positive changes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I do invite you to subscribe to my podcast if you are finding it of value. And I would love any reviews that you're happy to give. I really love getting reviews and you can also rate my podcast. Thank you so much and I look forward to being back with you next Monday.